0: Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So in last week's episode, I asked for questions. I wanted to ask anyone who listens to this podcast to send me any questions they may have about the work regarding Getting Unstuck. And my idea was I was going to collect the questions and then dedicate one episode just to answering the questions. And then after receiving a couple of questions, I had another thought, which was, maybe I should offer one free Getting Unstuck class a month. And this way, I could answer any of your questions in real time. And so each month, we'll have a theme, and I will be teaching. And I would imagine I'll also be offering a bit of coaching on those calls the best way to know about these classes is to be subscribed to my newsletter. I will also advertise in the Facebook group and on my Facebook page, but the easiest and quickest way to know about when these classes are going to take place is going to be via email. So for instance, the day that I'm recording this podcast episode, I'm also going to be offering the class tonight, Sunday night. So Even if you're listening to this in real time, which is Tuesday, November 18th, 2018, the first Getting Unstuck class will already have taken place two days ago. And so it would be a shame if you want to join me on any of these classes and you'll miss it because you wouldn't know about it. So how can you subscribe to my newsletter? If you go to my website, shiragura.com. And you take the Getting Unstuck quiz or you get the free guide or the free training or my free book, all of those will automatically subscribe you to my weekly Getting Unstuck Thursday newsletter. Okay, so consider it's none of your business. Ready? This actually was a stuck story that happened about a year ago and I never shared it on this podcast. And then it came up again not really for me, but for two people who have now joined the story. And so while I'm not necessarily stuck, I'd like to share with you the process I went through in order to get unstuck and stay unstuck, even though these two people who are kind of stuck right now are on my side. And I'll explain to you what my side is in a moment. So here's the story. So one of my children participates in a wall climbing class. It's twice a week and it takes place about 20 minutes from our home. In the past, I would carpool with other parents from my community whose kids are in the same class. But last year, my son jumped up a level and so he joined a new class in which no one from our community was in, which led me to having to take him by myself twice a week. And it was really fine, actually. I always took advantage of those two hours between taking him and having to pick him up to do food shopping, or in the past, I even used that time to write my book. I never go home, because it just doesn't make sense. And since I'm the one home all day, I mean, you know, I'm working, but I'm home, and my husband is out all day, I've always been the one to take my son to his class which always has been fine, really, truly, totally. And my son is so pleasant, even the car rides there and back, they're just such a joy. So really, there's never been a problem until one day last year, a kid in my son's class asked me if I could take him home. And I was like, sure, no problem. Where do you live? And he told me he lives in a community about five minutes away from us. And he even said, I don't even have to take him all the way to his front door, but I could drop him by the community gate and he'd walk. And I was like, okay. And the next week he asked again, and I took him home. And the week after, the same thing. Until I finally got curious and I asked him, do your parents ever pick you up? And he answered, no, I always just find a ride home. And I was like, oh, well, of course he always finds a ride home. There's always all these parents who are responsible and taking their kids home. And he's taking advantage of that. So I asked for his mom's number. And I wrote a very pleasant text explaining who I am. And then I started taking my son to this new class and that her son was also in it and would she like to carpool? And her response, which I have to tell you, it just floored me, was like, no thanks, my son just hitch his rides home. <laughs> now, before I go on, I just have to explain. I live in Israel and hitchhiking is common. I know a lot of people look down on it, and I also tell my kids never to hitchhike and that I will always come pick them up no matter what. But the reality is people do it all the time, especially if you're standing like at the gate to your community because you know, or at least you assume, that whoever is driving in late at night lives there. Anyway, so I was really pissed off. I was like, this lady is rude and and disrespectful, and totally irresponsible as a parent. My God. I mean, really, what kind of parent would leave their kid to hitchhike twice a week at 9pm? Like, what? I was really, really stuck. Okay, again, this was like a year ago, and I'm sharing it with you because it came up again recently. Let me just quickly share with you my process of getting unstuck via the stuck method. I mean, <laughs> I was really stuck. I was like, what do I do? Do I say no to this kid each time? Do I let him find another ride if there is another ride? What if he doesn't find another ride? What Anyway, so here's my process. S. Stop. So I took myself to the moment in time that this kid asked me for a ride. In other words, I imagined myself standing at the wall climbing place, and this kid is coming up to me asking for a ride. And I imagine myself just taking a breath. Like right there, in that moment, without responding, just pausing. T, I told myself that I'm stuck on disappointment, not at this kid, but at his mom. You, I uncovered thoughts like, I believe his mother is irresponsible. Now, wait a minute. Do I know that for sure? No, I know nothing about his mother. I have no idea what his family situation is like. I don't even know if his parents are married or divorced. I don't know how many kids are in that house. I don't know if she works at night. I know nothing about her. Nothing. So she's irresponsible? No, I don't know that for sure. And honestly, I just stopped there. I didn't need to uncover anything else. I mean, I did. Like, I believe this kid should stand up to his mom and tell her that she needs to get him. But that just brought me back to the first belief. I just don't know their situation. And who am I to say what should be or what shouldn't be? So I see, considered. I considered this is the situation. I don't have to like it. It's just what is. So I can choose to reject it and get pissed off or accept it and be at peace. I considered not taking this kid home is not going to make me feel any better, most likely. I considered taking him home would show my son that I'm a decent person. I'd be modeling decency for my son. I considered I could be modeling for this boy as well. Again, I have no idea what kind of parents he has, but at least he could notice that there are decent people in the world ready to help him, even though they are not his parents. I considered there's something going on in that house that I'm unaware of and I'm not supposed to know about. I considered it's not a big deal. I mean, I'm not even taking him to his front door. I'm driving anyway. I'm making good use of my free time. It's really not a big deal. I considered it's not a problem because really it's not. It's only a problem when I start thinking about it. I mean, what if my son were the only kid in this class from my community? I'd be taking him twice a week anyway, right? And that wouldn't be a problem. And the last thing I considered was something I recently learned from one of my teachers, Katie, who says that there are three businesses in this world, my business, your business, and God's business. And the only business that you are responsible for is your business. That is the only business that I'm responsible for is my business. So I considered It's not my business. That is why no one is coming to pick him up. It's not my business. My business is taking my child home. My business is choosing whether or not to take this other child home. My business is not what his parents do or don't do. And that's it. And then considering that, I just moved on because it wasn't an issue anymore. Okay, so I know, I know, you may be one of the listeners out there that just wants to scream at me and be like, Shira, they're taking advantage of you. But if you're one of those people, just consider for a moment how you feel when you have that thought, Shira, they're taking advantage of you. Are you at peace with yourself? Does your body feel at peace? are you upset? Are you frustrated? Are you disappointed? How is your body reacting to that thought? It's not that I'm not looking to make waves. I did have the conversation with the mom that I needed to have. It's just that I know what I do have power over and what I don't. And her behavior is something I don't have power over. And so I accept what I do have power over and what I don't. And I'm at peace. I really am. I'm totally fine with the situation. Okay, I told myself it was okay that I got stuck in the first place. Now, that was my story that happened about a year ago. Turn the clocks forward one year. My kid is still in the same class. That other kid is still in the same class. And now two more kids from my community have joined that class, which means, if you followed the math... There are now three parents in the carpool and one parent not. And as you can imagine, this kid is still asking for rides. And something new to the equation is that my husband also started doing the carpool. And let me tell you, my husband was not happy when he heard that I was taking this kid home all year. And he was not happy to learn that he had to take the kid home on his turn to drive. And in addition to my husband, one of the other parents recently approached me saying they were thinking of reaching out to the parents again, but they just weren't quite sure what to say and how to say it. You know, they were like, what should I write? Like, hey, do you not know how your kid is getting home from class twice a week? But of course, that message wasn't sent. The point is, now there are two more people stuck in the same spot where I was stuck last year, except I'm not stuck anymore, but they are. And there's nothing I can do about it, unless, of course, they want me to coach them, which my husband usually doesn't want me to do. He doesn't like that, which is okay, but, you know, he's stuck. I mean, if I were to coach him, or if he's listening now, because he does listen to my podcast, one question I would ask him is, when you say you need to take him home each time, is that true? Because I didn't tell you you need to take that kid home each time. That's your choice. I made mine, and I am at peace with my decision. You need to make yours. You see, everyone is on a different path. And it's not to say that my path is better than anyone else's. I'm going to do this work and get myself unstuck with one consideration and someone else may get unstuck with another. I may get unstuck quickly or later than someone else. I may get stuck longer or shorter than someone else. The point is, each of us gets stuck. It happens to all of us every single day. And each of us has the same responsibility to get unstuck. It's not my job to get someone else unstuck, unless, of course, they're asking me to coach them, which, of course, I would happily do. Otherwise, if they're not asking for my help, all I can do is be present and listen. So, my dear friends, I have two prompts for you today. The first one is, where in your life can you consider... It's none of your business. This is a big one. I think a lot of us stick our noses in places where it's just not our business. We think we know, we think we can help, we think someone's missing something without our voicing our opinion. And yet, where can you consider just taking care of your business, not theirs? Because if they're taking care of their business, and you're taking care of their business, who's taking care of you? This is something big to contemplate. The second one is, have you recently been in a place where someone else is stuck? Not you, someone else. Can you imagine that place? Well, on a similar line as the first prompt, where can you see that your only job is to be present to them, to listen. Unless they're asking for your advice, which by the way, I've learned it's really best not to give advice. If people ask my advice, I coach them with the skills that I know best rather than giving them advice. So where in your life can you simply just be if someone else is stuck with you, or about you, or even with somebody else, but they're in your space and they're stuck. Where can you imagine just being? It's their business that they're stuck, not yours. Can you see that? These are difficult situations and difficult scenarios. And when you're in them, I know they are really challenging. I know. But that's the whole point of this podcast to help you envision yourself in your stuck spots and help inspire you to see what control you do have so that you can get yourself unstuck. So that's it for today's episode. Remember, please head over to my website to grab your free book, your free guide, or your free training in order to be subscribed to my newsletter, so that you can know about the next free Getting Unstuck monthly class happening next month in December before the holidays. I hope to meet you then. As always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.